just see the empty screen. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Welcome back to another stream uh, on Between Two Beans. Yeah. Um, I'm a host named Will. Um, yeah. And I, my co-host is Kevin there. Hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Episode 17, I believe, of, of Between Two Beans. Pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So has uh, your uh, has your Alexa device gotten lots of love this week? Uh, decent amount. Decent amount. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. How we've you? been we've been turning on lots of lights lately. Oh so really? The two year old. Uh, what she does? She's not very clear, but Alexa does a good enough job of understanding her that. Uh, <laughs> She can turn lights on now. Oh my gosh. Man. And she thinks it's the coolest thing. So it's like on. She can't get them off though. That's the problem. So she'll just like walk around the house turning lights on. And then I gotta follow her around, turn them off. So (laughs) ah man. So yeah, I've gotten my Alexa devices have gotten some use this week. That's cool. But uh I think we'll get into it a little bit later, but I've also been playing a few games too. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's one uh, one of our topics for today. But uh, before we do, I I found this uh, article um, from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. Um, and it it was a interesting article on. Um, let me find it here. Uh, the Alexa. Object de- Detection a Sensor API enables camera manufacturers to increase customer engagement in three important ways. Right. right. This was, like, uh, awesome. Um, I was actually trying to uh, utilize um, uh, my... Oh... Uh, course i can never remember ring not ring um uh and it's not in this list ring, not nest nest um we ring. talked about it last time oh the blink yeah the blink okay okay uh so i i actually tried to get into the api for blink but mm-hmm. i wasn't very successful um okay uh so i wonder if this will help with any way but it's kind of neat so uh did you read the article at all i did i looked through this and so maybe you can answer one question i had right off the bat is can this tie into existing hardware i saw some requirements about like a minimum of 720p type cameras and it had to have certain it's, formats, but is it backwards compatible with what's out there now? Oh, yes, yes, okay. yes. Anything that is already um, Alexa certified, uh, I believe, okay, um, uh, can uh, utilize this, and including old rings, old uh, cameras, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. Okay. yeah, I haven't tried it yet um, myself mm-hmm. uh, to see how things work but um i do have some packages coming so i was i was hoping to give it a try there you go uh 
but yeah, that's what kind of what it does is um, it can detect uh, different um, uh, the difference between a person and a package mm-hmm. uh, and a, a few other items. Uh, and it's on all all like I said before, all uh, Alexa certified um, and even some. Um, Oh yeah, anything that works with Alexa certification program. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so there's Ring, Google, Adobe um, for uh, list some that they mm-hmm. had in the article. Um, so what this uh, API does, it provides a um, uh, uh, notifications uh, to your devices, uh, either video if you have a show, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, just audio. Um, and then it has uh, uh, provides um, uh, I saw there were, I think, three different points that they were making. Uh, like you said, the voice notification. And then I saw that it said personalized experiences to end users. Personalized, yep. Mm-hmm. So that go. sounds kind of nice. I mean, if I can have, uh, you know, not just a one size fits all, but if I can kind of custom right. tailor that to my specific, maybe I want something on my back door to happen one way and then mm-hmm. my front door, because I have um, the ring doorbells mm-hmm. and my, mine are a few years old. So I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to do some digging to see how far back they. I'm sure it's a, a um, firmware update uh, that yeah. would would update it to be able to utilize this. Mm-hmm. And I and I've, I'm when it's, they say personalized experiences, I'm thinking you know um, different uh, routines or yeah um, yeah uh, you know stuff like that where you mm-hmm. can. Um, if, if you don't want anything stated on your back door and then uh, everything stated on your front door or only packages stated on your front door because you want to know when those Amazon packages uh, you you get. Yeah. Um, something you know, like I that. would like. So something I would like is, mm-hmm. remember this garage door opener that I still need to get? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to Maybe if it could be trained or whatever, and the UPS truck or the FedEx truck, whatever, mm-hmm. starts backing up into my driveway, it opens my garage door. They can just leave the package in the garage door and then set it for a routine that five minutes later just closes the garage door. Bam. No porch pirates, nothing to, you know? I mean, that would mm-hmm. be kind of nice. So, uh, you. I know they have um, stuff that you can set up uh, with Amazon where they can put it in your uh, garage uh, via, I think it's called key, Amazon key. Okay. They get a, a four digit code or whatever to enter in, to open up your garage door. Uh, uh, And then they put, put it inside and then, you could probably set up like a routine, like you said, at, after five minutes of being opened, close, mm-hmm. close the door. 
which I need to look into that. <laughs> yeah, there's some serious potential here. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, for sure. But I did see that. that third that'd point. be neat. Yeah, yeah. I. It's one of those things that I almost need to think about how I would want to use it to make it fit my lifestyle. Or I'd like right. to hear about other people putting it into practice mm -hmm. and then uh, doing it. So, yep. like, um, I know I have a, I have a, I live out in the middle of nowhere, right? Cow country. Okay. okay. And so sometimes there's deer that come in my yard and they'll set off the motion light mm -hmm. all the time. So if I could get a light that was more specific to, I mean, it would be, it might be difficult. I don't know, but like the dog versus a deer or a cat or, yeah. you, know, you know, something, if we could really narrow, nail that down mm -hmm. and have it only come on in certain instances because there's times i'm sitting on the couch and all of a sudden i see a reflection in the window because the motion light went on mm -hmm. well if i could be a little more particular about setting it only for people or or maybe mm -hmm. excluding the dog you know those yeah types of things so right yeah this That'd is be neat. something i need to look into do you also capture on your cameras uh, your doorbells at yes. all yeah we have the arlo system okay um I can't remember if that was bought by Google or who or whatever, but it actually works pretty well. Um, we get different notifications and it's got motion sensing and it'll alert you or whatever. Okay. But if it could be a little more particular about what it sets off, that would be nice. Yeah. Know, every time That'd a leaf cool. goes by. So. Right. We don't, we don't pick up deer, but, uh, um, but we pick up, uh, uh raccoons okay yeah and then uh um the other day we saw a skunk oh yeah uh, so yeah, yeah. Huh. It, cool it'd be nice to um not i mean it, it's fun to see those things uh, mm -hmm. on the camera once in a while especially at night i i think it's neat but um like each time a bird flies by I don't need a notification. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, this is a really good article and it, it was from uh, April 27th. So really recent. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious to see how people pick this up and run with it because it's open to all developers is what the yep. article said. So, you know, yeah, I, I would like to, I mean, I don't want to go into, uh, get into another thing right now, but when I'm, <laughs> have nothing left to do on my plate i would like to dive into that <laughs> there you go there you go i'm kind of in the same boat i i like the technology i like yeah. the potential of it i just want to see somebody else run with it first and then that'll spark me to maybe pick it up that kind of yeah. thing mm -hmm. so yeah cool for sure cool really good find nice yeah okay oh um moving on to ben being boozled sorry um uh this is actually a game uh that um i played one of the developers games on my others uh show okay. um 
a while back. Um, it's by, I'm going to butcher it, I'm sure. Um, where is it now? Uh, it is by Tsa Tsa Tsu. Okay. Um, and the other one I played of theirs was um, Six Swords. Uh, a lot of people still play it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty sure it's Six Swords. The name sounds really familiar. <clears throat> it's an RPG. But this yeah. one we're going to yeah. play. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I don't know how how the experience will be, but mm -hmm. um, it's called Sub War. Okay. So I'm I'm a little excited, hoping it will be good for us, but we will see. Yeah, let's check it out. <clears throat> this is typically the part of the stream where Oxygen Box would say something along the lines of extra pickles on your sub or something like that you know <laughs> so. nice i know uh he's been pretty busy so i don't know mm -hmm. if he can still make this uh um stream or not but yeah yeah definitely uh miss those witty comments that's right he's with us in spirit right all right sub wars open sub wars Okay, here's sub war. Sub war. All rise. Captain on deck. Welcome, sir. I am Lieutenant Alex, your first officer. Shall we hunt some submarines? Yes. Casting off. Your ship is three kilometers south of the Strait's midpoint. We are just at the surface. We have a full complement of six torpedoes. Try giving an order to move, fire, listen, or ping the sonar. Huh. Move? Sure. Sure. Move. Your ship is two kilometers south of the Strait's midpoint. We are just at the surface. What are your next orders? Ping. Ping. Sonar activated, sir. Our sonar hears a signal return southwest at about two kilometers and slightly below us. Next order, Captain. Dive. Oops. Dive. Your ship is two kilometers south of the Strait's midpoint. We are 100 meters below the surface. What are your orders now? Ping. I, I, Captain. Pinging sonar. Our sonar hears a signal return right on top of us and slightly below us. Fire everything. <laughs> Fire. 
Torpedo away, Captain. Captain Minnie commanding the U-22 enters the Straits. We missed. Oops. What are your next orders? Fire again. Fire. Fire. Torpedo away, Captain. You hear a boom from the north at three kilometers. Captain Walter commanding the U-23 was torpedoed. Something exploded north at five kilometers. Contact. What are your next orders? Uh, move. Try underscores. Move. Your ship is one kilometer south of the Straits midpoint, 100 meters deep. We have four torpedoes left. What are your next orders? Ping again, maybe. Ping. Pinging sonar, sir. Our sonar hears signal returns northeast at about two kilometers and slightly above us, and southeast at about one kilometer and slightly above us. Captain Elizabeth commanding the U-24 enters the Straits. Next order, Captain. Fire. Torpedo launched, Captain. You hear a ping from the southeast at one kilometers. Something exploded east at one kilometers. Captain Elizabeth commanding the U-24 was torpedoed. I didn't hear an earth-shattering kaboom. What are your next orders? Uh. How deep can you go? Dive. Your ship is one kilometer south of the Straits midpoint. Depth 200 meters. We have three torpedoes left. What are your next orders? <laughs> I guess you could maybe go a kilometer down. I, I don't know. Underscore saying underscore 30. Dive one kilometer. Your ship is one kilometer south of the Straits midpoint. We are 300 meters below the surface. Hmm. What are your next orders? Ping. I didn't understand that. Ping. Sonar activated, Captain. Our sonar hears signal returns north at about one kilometer and slightly above us, and south-southwest at about two kilometers and slightly above us. Captain Harry commanding the U-26 enters the Straits. Someone is pinging us to the southeast at one kilometers. You hear a ping right here, 
reading a detonation north-northwest at three kilometers away. Captain Emma of the U-25 was torpedoed. What next, sir? Fire southeast. Torpedo away, Captain. Captain Edward of the U-27 joins the game. There's a sonar sweep coming from the southwest one kilometers away. There's an explosion south-southwest at two kilometers. Captain Harry of the U-26 got torpedoed. Torpedo missed. What are your orders now? Uh, fire. I don't know. Yeah. Fire. Torpedo launched, Captain. Captain Robert of the U-28 enters the Straits. There's an explosion southwest fire. at one kilometers. Captain Harry commanding the U-26 was torpedoed. I didn't hear an earth-shattering kaboom. Huh. What are your next orders? I think we only have one more. Uh... I, I think we only have one more torpedo, yeah. But this is going to be really good for our discussion. I don't know what that underscore 30 means. I don't know. It makes, it... It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, I'll just fire it. Sure. Fire. Torpedo in the water, Captain. Captain Henry of the U-29 joins the fray. Someone hmm. right here is pinging us. We missed. What are your next orders? All right, that's enough. Exit. Okay. Okay. So I'm probably going to reference this a little bit during our next segment. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I will as well. Uh, just a little tidbits. Uh, we don't really uh, um, say anything about this. We usually just play a game. Uh for everyone that's new here um but uh i just wanted to say i did like the the sound effects integrated within the game yeah and i think yeah. it was uh wasn't too much it wasn't too little it's just a, the right amount of sound effects so mm -hmm. um but besides that i don't want to get into uh our next segment too much so let's move on Sure. which is our meaningful conversation so um it this is kind of uh a uh topic that i uh kind of queued up uh to get more information personally uh for, as a developer uh, but also you know i'm very interested in what other people uh think uh so please chat if uh if you're um if you can type uh or say what you're uh uh thinking in any of the these topics please do 
or if uh, later on, uh, if you're watching this later, please say anything on these topics in the comments below the videos. Uh, I really do want to know what your thoughts are on all of these things, uh, not just me and Kevin. So uh, even yeah. though I do care about Kevin, um, I don't care about what as me as much, but um, <laughs> the, the topic is voice games. Um, so, which is pretty broad, um, uh, but you know, we do a lot of voice stuff on this, uh, thing. That's pretty much what we do. Uh, and, and I build voice games, uh, and, uh, Kevin uh, has built a, um, some, uh, stories, uh, interactive stories could, that could also, um, be considered a voice game. Um, so, uh, that is why I figured we would um, talk about it. Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds good. So, so I did. Yep. Sorry, I did see that the uh, the Ginger Archie is here with us on Twitch. I think is how I pronounce that. Um, so, if like you said, Will, if you know you had any games that you like, let us know uh, or type of game uh, for Alexa devices or just general. Close enough. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, but yeah, if you have any games that you like to play, uh, different types of genre, genres, um, let us know. Let us know. We'll definitely touch upon them. So, but uh, yeah. So I think you had one of the questions that, or that you wanted to talk about was what type of voice games are your favorite? And yeah. So, so I I kind of was like going like genre is pretty okay. much what I okay. was trying to get there. <laughs> Perfect. I typed these up really quickly. <laughs> no, no worries. So for me, this is, uh, I'm always like in the middle of the road, right? So it depends on my mood, first of all. Yes. So if I have, so in the morning, right, I sit down at my desk and if I have some time, I'm going to fire up a game real quick because I have an Alexa device right here on my desk. And if it's just like a five minute in and out thing, perfect. That, that fits me perfectly. So games like Cards of Wonder, Lemonade Stand, um, there's like a, a trivia, or sometimes I'll just ask for a joke, whatever. So those mm -hmm. types of real quick in and out things are perfect for me in that situation. But there are also times where I'm just propping my feet up on the couch and I want, and I have like 45 minutes, right? And I'm not going to watch something on TV but I'm just going to relax. So I could either read a book or lately I've found myself using Alexa or voice in order to play a game, right? So cool. um, the one that I've been jumping into was the Copernicus Legacy. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Really good story. Um, there's interactive pieces. There are things that you need to pay attention to. So I actually have a notebook. And uh, do I have it down here? Ugh, I do not. It's upstairs. Um, I actually have a notebook. So for like the little clues and pieces or uh, names, things like that, I'll write those down real quick and I'll just play. So those are good for the longer term type of things. Yeah. So I think to kind of answer the question as far as genre, I would be more of RPG or skill tree kind of 
strategy games. Okay. So, so for example, Lemonade Stand is one that I, I play every once in a while. And you have to, you're basically a kiddo with a lemonade stand at the end of your street. And you have to pay attention to the weather. You have to pay attention to what's going on, events or things. You have to set the price of your lemonade, how many signs you want for advertising, things like that. So it's kind of a little bit of strategy, but it's easy to pop in and out of. So, and then you make money, more money means you can make more lemonade, more profits, you know, expand your lemonade empire. So, um, those types of things, same things like cards of wonder, right. Has a leaderboard and it's collectible. So I like those types of things. Excuse me. Um, I like to climb a leaderboard. I try and push, you know, as much as I can, or if there's, you know, uh, things to collect. Um, I'm a hoarder. Can you see this? I, I collect stuff. So, um, I like those yeah, kind I of games. Those, yeah, they, they definitely pull me in. So, um, I can't say like, I've played some racing games, you know, Forza and stuff like that. Um, never on voice. Haven't done that one, no. but, uh, yeah, I would say the the two genres would be kind of like a strategy RPG kind of game for for okay. me on voice. Okay. So, how about cool. yourself? I I'm I'm pretty much right it with you. Uh I yeah. enjoy the the RPGs. Um uh I've been enjoying um American Band. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um that one is a new, but it, it's it's fun. It's easy to get in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, and then I also like, I like the sim type of game, I guess. For, for, um, for voice. That okay. or RPGs. Um, but, but it has to be, you know, quick. Um, um, I haven't gotten into uh the Copernicus Legacy uh type of games yet. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the game when I played it, but I haven't like I haven't had the opportunity like you were just you know sitting down it. for a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it sounds fun, and I enjoyed it. Like I said, um, so I might you know might change things up. You know, yeah. I don't know. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did, did you ever play the Room games? They were on mobile, or they are still on mobile. Uh, there's like the Room so. one, two, and three. They're kind of like a puzzle game. Okay. Um, like a three dimensional type of puzzle game, and got to look for subtle clues and hints and pieces mm. and parts, right? So it's kind of like that with voice. So I guess you okay. could even throw some puzzle elements into it. Nice um, in there too, but what example of like a sim game were you talking about for voice? Oh, like American Band. Is okay. The same okay. Game. Yeah. Gotcha. Or or like your the um like lemonade, lemonade stand. stand. Okay. Yeah. And that's the neat yeah. thing about voice is when you use your voice to play these types of games, it really overlaps genres quite a bit. Like I mm-hmm. found that a lot in 
in voice games. So yeah, pretty neat. Uh, anyone uh, have any in the uh, audience? Uh, what your what is your favorite genre? Let us know. Um, but we will move on. Sure. Um, to what is your favorite game to play right meow? So top one, yeah. you can't have three. You can't have uh four. Mm, okay. <laughs> Two, okay. one. Top top game. And you don't have to suck up. It can be some other game. It can be Copernicus Legacy. I, I, you don't have to say Cards of Wonder. Oh man. Okay. Uh, here, let me lie a little bit. Then I need to come up with a good one. Um, because hey, our... if you want to say a, a game that's in beta too, that's totally fine with me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> something like uh, Space Marauders or something like that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Actually, um, no. full full honesty it probably is cards of wonder for me at this point what? um still holding you i like uh, you've got so here's the thing with cards of wonder it scratches a bunch of itches it's got the collectibles it's got that leaderboard even the characters so um like way back when i was a little bit younger a lot of bit younger uh magic the gathering right? Uh -huh. I was playing yeah. some of that, trying to get myself into it. I was terrible at it. Like, I like the strategy of it, but mm -hmm. trying to figure out a deck that worked and, and whatever, I was just not good. Mm -hmm. But um, they had little pieces of lore on them. So, like, so-and-so the Great took over this castle and fought the Mighty Goblin type of thing. Like, fantasy type, type thing. And uh, <clears throat> uh I'm I'm keeping a half an eye on chat here. And so the ginger archie, 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 ginger, archie. We're just gonna have to have you on stream sometime so you can tell me. But Archie. I think it's Archie. I think so. I think so. It says, Oh man, I haven't played magic since I was like 17. Yeah, yeah. It's probably been about that for me too. I might have had a stint in college where I played a little bit. Archie. Okay. Ginger Archie. Nice. Thank you. So, um, yeah, magic was fun, but right back to voice. This is kind of like that. So you had that, um, that lore to it. And so you collect these characters, you know, and they have different races to them and different attributes and abilities or whatever. So you kind of get some story elements to that. Um, same thing like powers fighter, right? That was a, a good one too. And that, you had multiple characters to select from and you kind of could give them your own backstory if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would have to go with cards of wonder just because I know the person who's in first place in the leaderboard. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Not me. It must be you. <laughs> this guy. Nice. But, cool. but I had to work for it. I had to work for it. So. Yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, I would say I just being honest, Cards of Wonder, it's probably my go-to. Um, it it scratches that little quick five-minute itch, you know. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. I can I can play against the computer as much as you know. I I play that quite a bit. Um, player versus player too, pretty neat. neat. Um, awesome. But that's that's my one. I can't have a top three. 
So, okay. love yourself. Uh, me, I, I'm still going to stick with uh, uh, American Band. Okay, nice. Um, nice. It it just uh, it, it's fun. It's it doesn't take a lot of my time. Uh, and it is pretty easy to understand the mechanics of everything. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that there's buttons I can push if I forget what I need to say. Right. Uh, so right. that's that's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I like the sim type of games. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was going to make a sim game on stream and it was going to be a tutorial how to make a game. And I got as far okay. as making the first uh, <laughs> tutorial how to, and I was like, this is too much work. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I ended up not making my sim game and I ended up making uh, space marauders instead, which I'm, I'm really happy with. But, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so you went from <laughs> making a game tutorial game to just, full on making a game there you go yeah Yeah. but also a different uh genre Uh, um what okay yeah that's what i uh so uh ginger arky is cards of wonder your favorite as well i i like uh, i read your comment i love it what what is your favorite Yeah, true. Deep inventory management sim. Ooh. Hmm. Deep inventory okay. management sim. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> if if you have a, a personal conflict, I mean, you can say whatever. We don't care um uh but um or you can say your top three (laughs) i didn't give kevin that but uh you can say it yeah 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 Um, anyone else in chat please uh, tell us um your um your favorite uh voice game right now um and, and and not to uh, throw out more about Cards of Wonder, but if you play right now, this week you get a free card mm-hmm. for uh, sorry um, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, I don't want to give out uh, what it is, even though I'm pretty sure I tweeted it and put it everywhere. But um, yeah, cool. I love playing games where I can Tetris my inventory. Yes. Yes. I can't remember. Was. Oh, man. Was Resident Evil kind of like that? Like you had to kind of. Oh, do that I see what you're saying. Something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think. I know I've played games, too, where like your inventory had a weight. And if you had too much stuff. Because I was a hoarder, obviously, and um, I would be over encumbered, and then could only walk or whatever. But <clears throat> um, you should definitely make sure that information gets to the community manager. I'm sure that 
an encumbrance, right? Yeah. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. But yeah, so uh I yeah, I would say yeah, I, I guess I would just say like I agree with the, the inventory management part too. I like those types of games. Which space marauders <laughs> That's kind true. That's true. Space Marauders has inventory management. Um, yeah. Which weapon do you want? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Although I do not have it where you can play Tetris with the inventory. Sorry. I haven't figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just have, you can replace it or, or trash it. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the things that we like though, right? But what should you avoid? when like so like, like let's say i'm gonna build a game right mm-hmm. what game mechanics should i avoid do you have any thoughts um complicated complicated mechanics mm-hmm. uh something that uh a person is going to forget and you're not reminding the person what they can do um yeah if they have to say it help me many times um try to avoid that but yeah. I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just saying my personal opinion. Uh, there's a lot of those games out there that are very complicated and mm-hmm. they work. But my personal opinion for me as playing a game, I do not com- like complicated games. I like it simple. And and the game actually tells me what I can do or reiterates what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. Um, I would agree. And uh, yeah, I would say it could be complicated. Like I like choices, so to speak. Like mm-hmm. um, let's, mm-hmm. let's take the sub war game that we just played. Right. Yeah. Okay. If occasionally it would remind you a little more often, like, Oh, here's this here's captain henry yada 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 do you want to ping again or would you like to dive or maybe it's a good idea to yeah. fire or torpedo you know yes. you can say these types of things or these mm-hmm. prompts in different ways multiple times so yep. that one it doesn't get old but two it kind of reminds that user these are your options mm-hmm. you know um because like the lemonade stand game that I referenced, it prompts you for each one. It's not very complex, but it prompts you. So what would you like to set the price of a cup of lemonade? Okay, great. And what do you think you should pay for signs? This, you know, so it kind of prompts you, walks you through it. I do like that. um, But I don't need my hand held all the time. Mm -hmm. So again, Mm -hmm. You know, the gingerarchy and I are on the same page in the fact that we like it intuitive, you know. So if it just has a natural flow to it, yeah, and it makes sense, perfect, perfect. Yep. So, um, so I like your thoughts like on your- that. Mine would be, and this is tricky, but what do I want to avoid? Bad pacing or, yes, um proper use of the voices because there's there's actually an alexa voice called kevin and it's kind of like a child isn't it it's Mm -hmm. a good thing Mm -hmm. don't use that 
for, you know, this gruff old sailor guy, you know, that was my man voice. But, um, so yeah, don't use that for your character really has to match your voice has to match. Right. If you're using a, um, like, let's say you're, you've, you're playing a game with a robotic assistant, you can use a robotic voice. And then sometimes the natural pace of that robotic voice doesn't really match well. So you need Mm -hmm. to kind of tweak that with some pauses or some breaks kind of thing. Um, So if, so it's more of like what I want to see in a game rather than what to avoid mechanic wise, but it's kind of the foundation is pay attention to the pacing of the voice. And I don't know if you caught this in sub wars, but there was captain and then there was, they spelled the, like the A and the I were reversed or whatever. So it was like Capitan or cap that it was pronounced different. Oh, I didn't hear that. No. Yeah, it was, it was, um, and maybe that was intentional because it seemed to be all the other, I don't know. I don't want to call them enemies, but enemies in the game. Um, but you can tell whenever there's a misspelling because it's just mm-hmm. so obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with if I would misspell, I don't know, bear or whatever, and it's beer. Like, obviously, that's a typo, and it's very obvious when you're listening to it. So just paying attention to these types of types of typos and spelling errors that kind of stuff it goes a long way for the quality so um but as far as a game mechanic to avoid i would also say um so this is tricky too complexity like i i want it broken down a little bit like i don't mind a complex game but i don't want it all at me up front in mm-hmm. one massive paragraph yeah. Um, where I have to like constantly pay attention mm-hmm. and process it very quickly or, or take, and I know I mentioned this, like taking notes, but the Copernicus legacy is well paced and it breaks down this kind of information in a easy to digest way. It's not just word vomit that you have to yeah. kind of memorize in a way. Yeah. So, um, did you have any other thoughts on that? Because that's a good question as far as mechanics to avoid. Uh, I was just going to say that I see it a lot in what you were saying in the pacing and and any uh, um, spelling or grammar errors, um, mostly spelling, uh, in uh, the uh, like the quizzes uh, blueprint quizzes. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is with that, but because I've never made one. Mm-hmm. But it seems like sometimes if you ha- don't have a space in between uh, uh, words and you have yeah. a, a period, it's supposed to stop, you know, after the period, it right. will read dot instead of stop and pause. Yeah, yeah we've seen uh, that a few times on stream. So, yeah. Yeah, many times. Yep. So that that is one big thing uh, that I 
do not like uh at all but um so uh it it's not really a mechanic but it, um it's a uh, um a good habit to make sure you're listening to every uh everything every line um that you're saying to the user out loud by a device or um uh, the you know console or something like that yeah. so there it, you can catch those uh um errors right right because it, it kind of breaks the immersion a little bit depending mm -hmm. on the game mm -hmm. so, yeah yep but uh I don't know. so what are some things that should be in every voice game so for me um I hate when we we deal in absolutes sometimes like every game has to have this. So I would like a tutorial in my games. Something that just lays out an example mm -hmm. and then I can follow that pattern. Um you know, it doesn't have to be major, it doesn't have to cover every minute detail of the game. Yeah. But something like this sub war made me think of this as well and mm -hmm. that what am i doing i can move up down but like i asked how far can i go yeah um i was thinking of the game in my head as like almost like a giant rubik's cube kind of thing like all these grids squares that we were moving into and i was looking almost like a three-dimensional battleship game mm -hmm. and yeah i think that's what they were going for mm -hmm. but i just couldn't get it do you know what i mean yeah. like because i was thinking north south east west whatever and um but then there was like southeast well i didn't know could we fire southeast i don't know there was no tutorial to kind of explain that to me um yep you know it doesn't even have to be you play through it it could be a side character uh, explaining, hey, this is what's going on. This is where you're at. This is what you're doing. Look out. You need to attack now by saying this. There you go. Mm -hmm. problem, problem solved. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I think every voice game needs is to almost have two different versions sometimes in the fact of like for voice because we focus on voice so much if i have an echo dot sitting in front of me or i have a show device with the screen i still want to be able to play that game on either one whichever mm -hmm. device hears me at that moment i want to be able to play that game yep um so whether that's paying attention to the details that are given in the game like the descriptions you know if you need to make it more immersive versus Sometimes you can do visuals, um, you know, touchscreen stuff every once in a while, buttons, things like that. But I think voice should always be the first uh, focus, I guess is yep. a good word, focus. Yep. So. Just like uh, um, in web development, uh, you uh, develop for mobile first. Right. Uh, right. And voice development, you should develop in voice first. 
And that's exactly what I normally do. Uh, there are some things, like you said, some buttons and whatnot um, that I do in the for uh, uh, visuals. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, for the most part, anything on a dot should be the same experience as a show. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so my thing is I love sound effects. I pointed it out in the sub uh, wars. Um, I think every game should have sound effects. And yeah. you don't have yeah. to overdo it uh which that would be if you overdo it it'd be uh not good mm -hmm. so you just have to play with it uh put in a here and there um and just make sure the flow of the game with those sound effects included sounds uh correct and fun uh yeah i think yeah. i think sound effects that's what it does it makes makes a game more fun mm -hmm. uh not just like you were saying uh like a, a word vomit at you yeah. um and most of those games uh won't keep my attention if you don't have sound effects I obviously agree. Agree. um quiz uh um games don't always need sound effects but mm. it's nice it's still yeah. nice well that's like um so let's let's real quickly let's break this down. So the the stories like you have Audible, right? And you can listen to audiobooks, and that is just somebody varying the pitch of their voice or using different character voices, so to speak, for telling you a story. My I've created a few uh, like choose your own adventure type of stories, and I use sound effects in those. And when I first did it i just create the story so it is word vomit and then mm -hmm. i go back through again and mm -hmm. i i add character voices so if they're one of my stories there's a fire chief and he's got that gruff old you know grizzled man voice like my normal voice and um uh -huh, yeah, yeah. You, you know and then there's like female voices other male voices like and they're all different characters that gives them their own identity right and then after I'm done with all that, I go back in and if my character is walking on the sidewalk, I add sound effects for steps. If they nice. slam a locker, there's a locker slam sound effect. So I actually, when I create my stuff, I go through it three different times. Uh, well, minimum of three different times. Yeah. Because story and then character layer and then sound effect layer. Nice. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on on the sound effects for sure it just adds a whole nother level to that yeah 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 for sure and if you uh can um uh i know uh i'm blanking on it on it but it was one of those um you know choose your own adventure uh create creation tools where they you could uh uh input voiceovers uh into that ex exact slot and oh, um, right. Right. if you could add voiceovers to your game that's makes it even much better um yeah you've just taken it up a whole other notch yeah yeah mm -hmm. and even though uh 
uh, you know, Space Marauders has mostly just my voice, mm-hmm. um, which is so amazing. I know everyone loves it, uh, but uh, I still it's 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 makes it unique, I guess. So yeah, it, yeah. like you said, it, it's another level of mm-hmm. um, immersion, I guess. Yeah, yeah, engagement, immersion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, completely understand where you're coming from. So, yeah, anyone really uh, in chat have any uh, of their needs uh, for um, voice games? Uh, what you need to have in a voice game? Let us know in the chat or in uh, below on the comments. Yep, definitely, definitely. This was a really good. Oh my conversation. gosh! Do you feel like you... it's nine o'clock? I I know. Well, yeah, ten for me. Um, oh yeah. 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 So do you do you feel like you got some feedback or you're looking for some more stuff? Oh, here? yeah. I'm looking definitely for more feedback. Uh, so please l- let us all know. Um, uh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, that sounds good. Um, our last segment is called Bean of the Week. And these are just completely, it doesn't have to be voice related, but it's just, something that we picked up this week or something we come across that we just wanted to bring up a little bit. So I think you had one. Is that correct, Will? Yep. So mine is kind of, uh, un- I don't know, weird. Uh, weird. Uh, uh, it's, it's GameStop. Uh, I, I, okay. Okay. I really enjoy GameStop. And the, the thing is, so I have a PlayStation Five. Um, okay, I was blessed with one uh, when uh, games GameStop had them. Uh, I, I think they're becoming more accessible now, but um, they had one, and I bought bought it uh, on uh, and but it was a digital one. Okay. So uh, and. Um, I get five dollars uh, a month to go, excuse me, towards anything in the store. Sure. Okay. Um, because I'm a premium member, I had to be uh, or a member, whatever it's called. I had to be a member to GameStop mm-hmm. uh, to get notified of these PlayStations going on sale. Uh, okay. That's how I got right. it. Right. Uh, so. Um. I can't remember. I think it's like either twenty or twenty-five dollars for the membership for a year. Uh, yeah, exactly. That it is how <laughs> they get you. But yeah. I guarantee you, I've utilized my five dollars at least the last four months of this uh, this year. Okay. Um, so I've easily uh, gotten almost all of it back if not all of it back nice Nice. um and the one thing i enjoy about it is utilizing that five dollars to get uh uh playstation um cards because i i can't buy actual games it's a digital version only right uh so i have to buy them through the playstation store so i get uh uh playstation uh cards 
uh, utilizing my five dollars uh and you know whatever uh however i purchase them but uh i i, I think it's really pretty cool um yeah. to yeah. do th that way um but cool. yeah I, i'm a, i'm a fan of gamestop yeah so i used to go into gamestop all the time like even if i wasn't looking for anything i'd just go walk around yeah. see what was the latest and greatest stuff mm -hmm. um they always had some like exclusive pops you know oh yeah so yeah. i'd always take a look at those yep, and sure. yeah sometimes you would even see what people were trading in and everything so you could oh yeah in, mm -hmm. you know see what somebody gave up and what you could pick up so yeah that's a good pick i like that like that makes mine kind of boring so minor shoes um but so when i was younger i used to run a lot like everywhere like i just run just to run right so i ran cross country and uh uh lately i've been hiking trails when it's nice out because mm -hmm. there wasn't anything else to do social distancing whatever i had to get out of the house so trails that's what i did and i found these shoes and they're new balances right like your typical dad shoe but these are sporty looking they're they're cool dad shoes but they also have some tread on them are they black they are they are i should have got like the all white ones you know i didn't i didn't actually look at them uh the ones i got they're they're kind of like a blackish gray with okay no orange, no, yeah. orange trim they're, they're the cool yeah. kind well they're the cool kind okay all right yeah i'm, I'm cool right yeah these so, these these look decent thank you thank you yeah, I mean, if they, you got the the all black ones with the the silver, then you're, that's a total dad shoe, like old uh, dad shoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta be careful. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you, these shoes, I love them. Like if I could buy six pairs at a time and just stash them in the closet, I would. Really? Um, yeah. Like they're comfortable, and I can cinch them up like tight enough so that my foot's not wiggling around in them. They've got oh, yeah. good thread. Um, and like the, I'm going to call it rubber. I don't know what it is. The rubber tread stuff on the bottom is good yeah. quality. So it doesn't just wear away real fast. And it actually does provide some grip. So even on like the sidewalk or whatever, mm -hmm. it doesn't make that squeaky sound. If you know yep. what I mean, when your shoes yep. are wet and everything. Yeah. So I'm super happy with these things. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's my bean of the week or shoes, but I'm telling you, they're, they're worth it. If I could get, like I said, six pairs of them and stash them away till I wear out each pair, I would do it. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just need to get the motivation to get outside again. So. I mean, they're pretty cheap. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. All right. I'm cheap dad, too. Cheap, cool dad. So, but yeah, I, I like the shoes. I definitely recommend them. Um, probably not for everybody, but they definitely oh, fit, fit the Are part. they good for uh, just, like, standing? Um, yes-ish. Like, there's a difference between, like, a walking they're they're 
They're comfortable. They're not a good walking shoe. Yeah, I wouldn't use them for like walking. So like okay. if you're going to Disney World and you're on your feet all day walking through, I probably wouldn't do that. But hey, did we just get a sub? We got a sub. Thank nice. you, Ginger Arky. Yeah, I really appreciate, appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. Um, followed for the cool dad shoe tips. That's what it was. <laughs> yep. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy with them. I like them. I wouldn't recommend wearing them to Disney, though. I think. Okay. See, I I knew it. I knew it. See. <laughs> nice. That's how I'm gonna end Very every cool. stream with shoe talk. <laughs> but, nice. But yeah, they're they're not really a walking shoe. They're more of an aggressive movement type of shoe. Okay. Now I'm getting into technical jargon, but uh, yeah, that's pretty technical. Yeah. Yeah, that's about as much as I can talk about shoes. So. Cool. Nice. I I actually used to sell shoes. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness! We're not gonna very have, long. have a special behind <laughs> the scenes segment. <laughs> Where I hear about all this, but I I definitely did sell uh, a few pair in my day. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like so. you need the high heels, you need the stiletto thing, and like the these have glitter on them. No, they're just like uh, running shoes or <laughs> that kind of stuff. Man. But man, anyways, uh, thanks everyone for watching. Um, yeah, yeah, and please. Let me know what you think of all of our uh, comments or questions uh, in the comments below. Uh, and uh, you can at me on Twitter. I'm not always on there. Um, but I also want to do another shout out. I did a shout out um, uh, last. Well, maybe. Okay, yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, do another shout out to that uh, for uh, Alexa Games uh, Discord server, right? Um, right. So please join us there. Also, you can um, at me there anytime, um, uh, or uh, uh, DM me, um, private message me, whatever you want to do whatever you want to call it um besides that do you have anything else uh uh no not really um you know thanks for hanging out with us uh i'm gonna shout out gingerarchy you know i just like pronouncing your name now but um you know thanks for stopping by it was fun to interact i don't really have too much um i'm a pretty basic guy so but until next right. week you know, we'll, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Take care, everybody. Bye, everyone.